Shabbos Pai Aleph, the Mishnah, if you carry out a bone, you have the sheet is katalasis tarabit, enough to make a spoon. The bidoim katalasis for menichaf, enough to make a lock. A lock is larger than a spoon. Zechichis glass kataligra boirushakaka, enough to sharpen the head of a weaver's pick, throw the even katalizrik bov, to throw it a bird and chase it away. The blues of yakwim katalizrik bovahima, it needs to be large enough to throw it an animal. The Gemuda. In the case of Eitzim, we ask, Lemem, do you want to tell me the sheet of the bidonofish? He gives a larger sheet than Tanakama. Or Kamala, we know the sheet of the Rabuna Nofesh. Rabida always gives a smaller sheet. Therefore, Omar Illa Chapa Pasachas. When Rabida said enough bone to make a lock, he meant the teeth of a lock, which is indeed a smaller measure than the Chachumam who need you to make a spoon. The teeth of a lock are to it because they have no use. If you fix it to a lock, then it is This applies to a lock on a kaili. But if you attach the lock onto a gate, you fix it onto the door, and you secure it with nails, it cannot be Anything attached to the ground is like the ground and cannot be The sheet is to cut two threads at once, which is the same as the the stone needs to be large enough that the animal feels it. What is the sheet? It should weigh ten all he went into stone where you would wipe yourself in the bathroom. What is the measurement that we would allow you to take in? Because a stone really is mixer, but the Chachuma made an exception. How many would they allow? They said, You can take three stones, these three sizes. He said to them, Do you expect him to bring a scale to weigh the exact stone size? Therefore, you can take in a handful of stones. These are the sizes of the three stones you can take in. Three sharp-sided stones. You can take in on What is their size? This price regarding the size of stones. That says an is says in the case of it's a Mishnah. it's only a Braisa. Why would Rafram bring down the Braisa to explain the Mishnah? Elo, we say a little different. The same will apply to stones. You can't use pieces of earth to wipe yourself from Bova because they're very moist and they crumble. Someone who needs to excuse himself and needs help opening it so he can use a stone but don't do that on Shabbos because it will tear hairs the way you do it why not this time you wanted to put in a skuna by not being able to excuse himself what Rav meant was that he should open the area with a shini if there is a set aside of a you can bring in a handful and if any are left over you'll use it next time you go it's not a baisa the stones you can bring in is the compromise size which is the size of an egois if the stone was previously used to strike and grind that would be mikta. So if you already once used it to wipe yourself and you can still see remnants of what you used it for, then it would be mitted because it's now set aside for wiping. Maestro, we ask on Avshashis who seems to say that you can wipe yourself with a previously used stone. I sort of the following ten things maybe Miss bring a person to hemorrhoids, who if you eat leave 
leaves of reeds or grapevines, but it looked like a phantom shoots of grapevines, Mariga Bahama Bloimelech, or portions of an animal that are not smooth without adding salt, Vashitrashil Dog, Vidog Muliach, Shlobishal Katarhu, Vashoise, Shimrayan, Vamakanach Basid Bachasis, if you wipe yourself with lime or with a shard, Vamakanach Batrosh Kinapochavaru, or if you wipe yourself with a stone that your friend previously used. Yashamrem Afatolasmo Baisakesa, if you squat while going into Baisakesa, but clearly the Baisa says not to wipe yourself with a stone used by your friends. When it says location, we have three tritzim. Hubalach, the Braisa doesn't allow you to use a stone that is still moist, Hubayovash, but if it's dry, you can. If it's only dirty on one side, you can still use the other side. The Kamash to do them, then you cannot use it. Your own stone can be reused. You should not reuse. We said earlier on this stone, which was used as striking basomim, which is only not mixer because you previously wiped yourself with it. What if the rain went on it? Venitashtashi, and all the traces were smeared away. My, what is it then? Is it now mixer once again? If there is some mark still naked, mitzah, then you can continue to use it because we would say that it's moist and it's not being used for basomim anymore and it's continuing to be used for a beskesa. What is the aloch if you can take these stones with you if you want to go to the toilet on the roof? Therefore, the Chachumim would allow you to take the stones onto your roof. You can take a splinter of wood from chips of wood that are lying in front of you. to clean your teeth. You can only take a splinter from the wood that is lying in the trough in front of an animal because that is not mixer. We see here that according to Chachomam, even though it's important to be able to use this toothpick, we're not going to allow you to use any mixer, and they only allow you to take Minoivis Shobahaima, which is not mixer. The Mura says, Oh, Hashta, you cannot compare. Who's some other toothpick? It's Usa, because Udum Kavaya you know where you're going to eat. You should have prepared the toothpicks beforehand. So we can't be Michael. Hucha, while when going to the toilet, Udum Kavaya Mukunabaskis, does he know where exactly he's going to go? He doesn't. Therefore, we have to allow the stones to be used in all circumstances. It's forbidden to go to toilet on a freshly ploughed field on Shabbos. My time, why not? If because the person's going to tread on the freshly ploughed field and he's going to ruin it by stepping on it, you should never be allowed to do it because you're ruining the person's field. You're afraid that on the stone that he's going to wipe himself with, he's going to detach the grass. And that is an avayda on Shabbos. A stone which has grass on it, you can wipe yourself. But if you intentionally detach grass, then you have chatas. So I'm not afraid. If it comes off by itself, it's a devashayim is chavim. Elu, the reason why you're not allowed to go to the toilet on a freshly plowed field is we're afraid you might take a stone from above and then after using it, you'll throw it below into a hole and you'll then have flattened the hole. And the issue with that is it's if you had a hole and you filled it, but that's in your house, that's building. That is considered plowing. Grass grows on the stone. You can wipe with it. If you intentionally detach the grass, then you have chatas. We can see from him, a perforated flower pot, that can be carried on Shabbos, and we don't consider as if he's detaching the plant that's growing in it, because we see that a shlokash allows you to pick up a stone that has grass going on it, and he doesn't consider it to be detaching, so we'll also say it's meant to move a flower pot. Ask a lot of kind of how can you compare. They allow you to move this stone because you need to, you need to wipe yourself. Will they allow you to move for no reason? Therefore, it could be that a flower pot with a hole might be used for toilet. Omar Ba'at Parpisa, 
This flabot, because we're talking about it, let us say something about it. If it's resting directly on the ground, you lifted it up and you put it on top of Yesidas, that is called detaching because it's further away from the ground than it was previously. If it was resting on top of these nails, you picked it up and you put it directly onto the floor, that's considered planting because you increased its connection to the ground. You cannot wipe yourself with a shards of pottery on Shabbos. My Tama. Ilama Mashem Skuna, because you might cut him. I feel like Nama, even during the week you cut. Vailam Mashem Kashofim, you're afraid that it's going to lead someone to be able to harm him through witchcraft, as we'll soon see. I feel like Nama, even during the week you cut. Ilam Mashem Ashuris Nimam, that the issue is you're going to cut hairs. Dovasham is Khafani, that is unintentional, and that's not Usid either. A great man, Rabbi Yochanan, said something. Let us explain it. What he meant to say was, of course, during the week it's Usir to use it because it's a skuno for Keshef. I could have thought. These shards are more of a Kali than a stone. I should prefer that you use a shard on Shabbos. That even Shabbos it's Usir. He learned that Rabbi Yochanan's Isir was because of cutting hairs. He bumped into the following question. You can't wipe yourself because you might unintentionally cut off hairs. We see the Vashamas Chavan would be Usir. It's now we're not in a stamishna. Nuzer chofef. He can rub the hair of his head. Imafaspas. He can disentangle his hairs by hand. Because if hair comes out, it's only unintentional. Avlo said you can't comb it because then it will definitely come out. From this stamishna, we see that a dover shayim is chavan is mitzvah. Elamachvata. We have to learn. Who he explained pshat earlier that it's usa during the week. The chiddush was that even shabbos that it's a kali you shouldn't use it either. We ask Mike Shofem, why does using shards? cause an issue with witchcraft. They were traveling in a boat. A noble woman said to them, take me with you. They didn't. She said a spell, and it immobilized the boat. They said a shem of Hashem, and it released the boat. She said to them, what can I do to you? Kishef won't work on you. You don't wipe yourself with a shad. You don't kill a kinem while it's still on your clothing. You don't pull out a vegetable from a bundle from a bundle that the gardener has tied rather you untie it and then you eat it after run from here we see that wiping yourself with a shard can cause you to have issues with witchcraft